Hello, listeners, and welcome to the latest episode of the Under the Scope podcast, where we discuss music. Uh, I'm your host, Will Brost, and calling in from Nashville, Tennessee, is Patrick Anderson. Howdy, hey. <laughs> that Nashville got into you quick, didn't it? Oh, did it? I didn't even notice. That was just me. That was just me saying hi. Oh, that's <laughs> that's just how I am now. I, I don't think I can be your friend. Could you get uh, the California version of Patrick back on this podcast? Oh, yeah, yo, uh, yo, bro. That's, <laughs> nice. That's that's a pretty good. You California. check out the new Snapchat update yet? <laughs> it's Silicon Valley Patrick is my favorite Patrick. Uh, so we're here to talk about the Grammy Awards. Uh, a week ago or so, we did a Grammy Awards pregame where we made a bunch of predictions for the awards and, you know, what were we going to expect, all of that. Well, the Grammys happened uh, seven days ago. <laughs> how, how long is a week? Um, yeah. Seven. <laughs> they happened seven days ago. Um, and so we were just going to recap the awards uh, that we predicted. Uh, we were going to talk about some of our favorite performances, some other notable performances, um, and that's really about it. Uh, we wanted to get this in a couple days ago, but you know, stuff happens. So tough, tough, tough luck. <laughs> tough luck, guys. Yeah, t- tough luck. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess we'll just start with our award predictions. As you predicted or mentioned on the last podcast, the Grammys yep. are pretty predictable. Uh, it seems that. It's fairly obvious that in a category of five nominations, uh, two of them only really have a shot most of the time, and a lot of the time there's only one obvious choice anyway. So because of our predictions, or um, because of the results rather, you went six for eight on our predictions. I went five for eight. Uh, Yep, thank you, Chance. Yeah, Drake screwed me over as if I didn't hate views enough already. I lost to to Patrick. Once again, views comes in. (laughs) To ruin your day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like, and I, 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 and you know what? And it's because Drake was nominated for Album of the Year and Chance wasn't. And I'm like, oh. I liked that logic. That was a pretty, that, that, that's pretty sound logic. Like, it, like, it makes sense. Unless they it have, does. yeah. Unless they have like different people pick the different, um, you know, the, the different awards. They have like different committees for each. Then I could see like, oh, I get it. Um, but I guess let's start with that award because it was the only award we really differed on. Um, what did you think about you know Chance winning Best Rap Album? Well, I thought that it needed to happen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I called it. You call, you call, <laughs> just, he called it. He called it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm 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 really really happy for him. He he did a great job in the Grammys overall. Mm-hmm. Just like his acceptance speeches and like his performance and just being chance at the Grammys. He was, he was fantastic. So he, I, I'm really happy that he won and, and that they didn't like, you know, they needed to, I, I know that it's kind of a trendy pick and he deserved it. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of a trendy pick to, to give it to chance, but like he needed, that needed to happen. Somebody like him needed to be like one of the main Grammy winners of, of that night. Yep. Cause he's, such a genuine person everybody loves him and it's like historic that he won those grammys that he did so and and i'm 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 and and he's like the first black artist since uh uh when lauren hill right was what it was for what 
Um, best new artist. Oh, for best new, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was the first black artist since. Uh, um, no, not Lauren Hill. Esperanza Spalding won it. Oh, that's right. That's right. What was it? I, I'm. I, I can't remember what the award was. I had it written down. Yeah, I, um, I have no idea. But it, I mean, in any case, it was important for that aspect because. Um, you know, like we talked about, I mean, there's there was still plenty of bias, obvious, in the Grammys this year again, mm-hmm. and everybody's talking about that again. Yeah, but um, I think Chance was at least like kind of a shining light in that in that little area. Yeah, Dif- independent artist, black artist, rapper, you know, yeah. all of the all of the uh, everything stacked up against him. Um, Really, the only thing that he had going for him was how trendy he was. I think that that kind of helped out a little bit, but it needed to happen. So I'm glad. Yeah, and and we'll get into some of that bias a little bit later. Um, but as far as Chance the Rapper, you said you liked my logic for Drake. Uh, after our podcast, I thought about it a little bit more because that was the only one where we disagreed on our prediction. Um, and I thought that your logic made a lot of sense. Uh, this isn't really a, an objective thing, but this really was quote unquote like chances year from a popularity buzz yeah. blog perspective. Like that, he had all of the the hype behind him this year. Uh, Drake, I think peak Drake has already happened, and this was just another effort from Drake. So, um, and even then, like Hotline Bling, and you know some of his other big hits are like kind of old at this point. So I don't yeah. know. So I, Chance made a lot more sense, you know, after uh, we did the podcast. But yeah, Chance the Rapper won for Best Rap Album and Best New Artist. So congratulations uh, to Chance the Rapper. Um, I'll just quickly go through the next couple of these awards here because they seemed pretty obvious. Uh, Beyonce Lemonade won Best Urban Contemporary Album. Uh, David Bowie's Black Star won both the Best Alternative Music Album and the title track won Best Rock Song. We yeah. accurately predicted all three of those. Uh, any big thoughts on any of those three? Job well done to the Grammys for giving that to him. Mm-hmm. I figured it would happen, but I was very nervous that it wasn't <laughs> going to happen. And I forget which award it was, but the Chainsmokers accepted David Bowie's award. Which yeah, is like, I think it was for uh, Best Rock Performance, right? For Black Star. Oh, gosh. And yeah. And I'm not one of those guys where it's like, all oh, the new popular music is killing off all the real music. But if I was one of those guys... Oh, I would, I would, I, I would harp on this example all Are day. you kidding me? My dad was probably like, his head was probably spinning around like The Exorcist when <laughs> <laughs> he saw something like that. That that's how could they not have gotten anybody like anybody else like Brian Eno or that's so yeah yeah or how, even like Mick Jagger or somebody I don't know anybody how how I mean. The chain that's so Grammys for them to be like, chain smokers are gonna accept it. <laughs> you do one of those memes where it's like, God, if you give us back David Bowie, uh, we'll give you yeah. the chain smokers. Yes, so yeah, that was, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that I, I don't understand the <laughs> the Grammys still. I don't they, they they find ways to just piss me off like every year with that kind of stuff. I mean that was fine. That wasn't like the biggest thing. That's not like, you know, 
oh my god, I can't believe it. <laughs> Such <laughs> right. desecration. But it's like just an added thing of like, just like <laughs> there are literally like so hundreds of dozens of artists that you could have chosen from that are one related to david bowie and that style of music and two way more respected than the chain smokers are yeah to me it's not even that they're bad i mean they're bad but it's (laughs) they (laughs) don't don't get me wrong but it's they have nothing to do with david bowie no especially black (laughs) star i i don't know it was just really weird um, and again, yeah. like you mentioned, it was just kind of a, just another thing to add to the pile of frustrations. Uh, I wasn't mm-hmm. like yelling at my TV when it happened, but it was just, of course the Grammys did that. Um, yeah, that's but, just like, damn it. <laughs> but other than that, uh, I think for the most part, everybody agrees with those awards. Um, I saw just a little bit as one might expect a little bit of that. Well, you know, maybe if David Bowie hadn't died, then Blackstar wouldn't have won. But I think that, you know, David Bowie would have won this award, whether he, you know, was still alive or not. Um, he deserved it one way or another. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a little bit of reaching to say that, you know, someone maybe like Radiohead would have won if David Bowie were still with us. But um, yeah. Black Star's it's awesome. The, it's the Heath Ledger. Exactly, yeah. And it, yeah. I, I, I rooted for Black Star in every single award it was in. Um, any surprise at all with the Beyonce Lemonade Urban Contemporary before we move on? No, I mean, no. <laughs> no, I mean, that that's pretty much it. No, I mean, I don't even know if they, you know, uh, that was one of the first awards I think they announced. And I'm like, oh, there's, she's about to win a ton more. <laughs> they come out, they're like, and the award for best lemonade go, oh, damn it. All right, well, again. <laughs> <laughs> best lemonade. <laughs> oh gosh but i mean seriously and when she won that i'm like oh beyonce's she won the first of her seven grammys probably i don't know if that ended up happening uh we'll get to that but okay so best new artist again you know we already kind of talked about chance here so let's just get to it um song of the year record of the year album of the year all went to adele um we correctly predicted Adele Hello winning Song of the Year. Uh, Record of the Year, we had Beyonce Formation, and then Album of the Year, we had Beyonce Lemonade. Um, What do you think about just the the whole Adele beating out Beyonce in whatever award? It just sucks that that (laughs) happened to the Grammys again. Like this year, all eyes are on them. For sure this year, all eyes are on them for, you know, <laughs> just the bias, the uh, the the trends, all of it that we talked about on the pre pod, mm-hmm. yeah. all of it's focused on them, especially the year after twenty sixteen. Yeah, and they just well, I guess we'll still give it to Adele. <laughs> God, I was. This is yet. And it's uh, yeah. just like like that. It just it just adds on to like the like the delegitimizing the Grammys like as a as a non biased organization. I mean, I don't know. And I it you know it it you get into the same like well just because they you know it doesn't mean that their opinions wrong just because they pick a white artist over a black artist. But it's like it again just yeah. like stacks up against the. And Adele did a great job when she accepted the oh, award with like perfect. showing respect to to Beyonce in her speech. That's the 
That's what, people were like trying to be like, oh, she did exactly what Macklemore did with Kendrick Lamar. I'm like, she did exactly what Macklemore should have done. Yeah, exactly. With Kendrick Lamar, like his whole, he sent a picture. He of, took of a text. screenshot of his text that he sent to Kendrick Lamar and posted it on Instagram. Yeah, it, it's like if Adele would have tweeted the video of her acceptance speech, saying like, oh, look how I thought Beyonce should have won. Right, but, yeah. But she did the right thing, in my opinion. Yeah, that was not self-righteous. That was yeah. genuine. Like, I, 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 I gained a lot of respect for Adele after that. She's... Yeah, it, I, I love I'm not I a, love I'm not Adele a huge is. fan of her music right. overall. Like, she does, she does good stuff, but, like, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know. It's just, it just, it, it really just sucks that, like, they just went ahead and, like, let that happen again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's another one of those where, you know, obviously the the racial bias is you know there depending on how you view it, but it's another one at the very least where the really safe album beat out the more ambitious conceptual, uh, socially aware record. That's yeah, that's the main thing right there. Yeah, it's like it's not it's not it's not really because of the because of the i mean that plays into it because that is a thing that that plays into the racial aspect of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like yeah like overall it's like they picked like i think that's what frustrates me the most because if i liked 25 that much like if i liked it on the same level as i as i liked lemonade then i would be like sure but like, right. I mean, I'd still be a little frustrated because of like the the messages in each one. But I would understand. But twenty five is such a like okay record. It's so forgettable. Like, Lemonade at least had like it's such an impact last year. Way more so than yes. that than twenty five did. Way more so than any album had last. Then year. yeah, then yeah. then pretty much any album. The only one that I could argue had like as much popularity last year for a while was like life of pablo but even then like right, that died out beyonce yeah exactly it, it came and went and beyonce lasted like the whole year pretty much yeah I, so and, and and you know that is i don't know it's just it's weird it, it's honestly weird that they just like that that happened again because i don't see any reason why they wouldn't have picked lemonade to win um, any of those awards, like any, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why they wouldn't have picked Beyonce to win any of those awards. Right. It doesn't, I mean, it, <laughs> it would have been great. Though. I guess I could, I can understand why they picked Adele, obviously, but like, I don't understand how one of them didn't go to Beyonce. One of, I, I mean, I don't know if she won anything other than urban contemporary. I'm sure she did. But as far as like the major awards, she got shut out. And Adele won every award she was nominated for. Every award for, she was nominated for, yeah. Which is five. And Beyonce had nine nominations overall. Um, it would have been great, though, if Adele went up there and said, like, I, don't, I can't accept this award. You know, I got to give it to Views or something like that. That would have been, <laughs> that, that been hilarious. The Views album was monumental. <laughs> <laughs> or if she hit him with the I'm a finish, but Beyonce had one of the best albums of all time. Like, she could have done that. That would have been kind of cute. She could have done that. Um, but yeah, Adele handled it, I think, like a champion. Uh, if anything, I think Adele won me over a little bit, just how she, mm-hmm. how she reacted. Uh, and as well as her performance, which we'll get into a little bit later. Um, but the whole, yeah. and she didn't have to, 
make her speech about Beyonce, if she went up there and just said, well, thank you very much to the Academy or whoever, blah, 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 that would have been fine. But she, you know, I think a lot of people in that audience legitimately were surprised that Adele beat out Beyonce. So there was this elephant in the room, even as she was making her speech. Um, and I thought it was really cool of her to address it that way. So yeah, yeah, she did. She she nailed it with that. I was I had I gained a lot of respect for her for doing that. Yeah. So I just don't know what that says now, especially about the Grammys. It's just it's like mostly just kind of disappointing. Yeah, it, that's it's what like, it is. It's like at this point, when do even we stop caring about the Grammys? Because they do this like every year. I'm always disappointed year after year. And at what point am I just going to be It's like, so predictable. It like, is, yeah. And I don't know why, looking back, why we didn't pick Adele. But Yeah, I mean, it makes complete... I mean, I think that I was optimistic that they would try to just, like, you know, mm-hmm. shake it up this year and show Beyonce some 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 love because sure. of how popular that album was the fact that she's beyonce and the fact that all eyes are on them right now for that stuff and they just like again we're like me yep just we're like, good with just giving adele everything yeah. again how good is her voice you know just that, <laughs> just that's it just <laughs> so much better than beyonce <laughs> they had they had to say that and the winner is yeah. adele because she's just better than beyonce oh my gosh she's just leaps and bounds <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's, I guess, it for the awards, unless you had, you know, anything else you wanted to touch on regarding them. But Not really. It's mostly, I'm just mostly just, like, I, I was just, it wasn't, like, it, it didn't make me mad. It just was, like, yeah, again, it was just disappointing. It was, like, okay, well, again, yep. I can't take the Grammy seriously. So they just keep falling down this rabbit hole of just, like, Yep, and it's it's they're 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 yeah yeah like their opinion is like completely delegitimized for me now pretty much like there's no reason that I should trust what the Grammys think and (laughs) I agree and then at the same time if we do this podcast a year from now or have a discussion we're gonna pick the more adventurous socially aware album and it's gonna lose to the safe widespread appeal album and we're gonna be disappointed yet again it's just yeah gonna happen yeah. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I'm washing my hands of the Grammys for officially now. Yeah. I've been off on them for a few years now, but this kind of like solidified it. Like we should have our own Grammys now. It's just. A, it's just a. It's just a way for. It's good for people like Chance and everything. That's a good thing, but like, it's mostly just like. It's just a stupid award show. There's no. It's not even like the Oscars. You know. It's a lot of circle it's like, working. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. I, I think we should I have our know. own Grammys. We we'll, we'll yeah we'll call them like yeah. the Scopies or something like that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like that. And then just everybody nominate. Gets, everybody gets a little microscope with the with their album on the on yes. the plate. Oh my god! Yeah, how is that not perfect? And then we that you would know, be great. We actually get to pick the albums that we think should win. And we get to invite all of the artists that we nominate onto our podcast. And they'll come, and it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kanye West, Swans, <laughs> Brian Eno, <laughs> Nick Cave. Nick Cave, yep, yep. <laughs> Will Toledo's going to stop by, hey. Yeah. So, la- Danny Brown. <laughs> that, that, now, that's head. an award show I would watch. Um, the last thing I wanted to say about the awards, the song of the year Adele's songwriter Greg Kirsten got cut off as he begun his speech 
Like Adele made a little speech to introduce him. And then as soon as he started talking, he got played off by Solange's music. And it, it I, I don't think it was done on purpose, but this is the one thing, the little pet peeve I have every year with these Grammys is that someone gets their yeah. speech like limited to three seconds because, you know, we got to show more, for whatever reason, a four-hour television event isn't enough. So we have to cut down everybody's speech time. Because we have to give James Corden time to do a Sweet Caroline. Oh, how bad was that? Freaking carpool karaoke <laughs> cutout thing. I totally like, forgot about that. That was that was pretty bad. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Yeah, you're right. You're completely right. Like, I don't understand cutting people off like that. Like, those those people are the most influential people in the world. Some of those people are some are the most influential people in the world. Yeah, and that guy, and like, he his dream was probably to win a Grammy as a songwriter, and he couldn't yeah. get two words in before Salon started playing. The whole the whole point of that place is to give like those artists a platform that they otherwise wouldn't have to to just like say what they want. And like I understand like keeping within a time frame and you have a schedule and everything, but like. Let the guy give the guy a minute. Right, something just a little bit, and you know, I everyone watches the Grammys for different reasons. I like seeing the acceptance speeches, and like I care about the awards more than anything else about the Grammys. They need to stop freaking like prolonging the announcements for the for the for the um, for the, for the categories because they take so freaking long to just announce what's nominated they make it a whole it's like a reality tv show basically you know what i mean right and everyone like knows they build up that that stupid cheesy tension to give you the predictable winner anyway yeah they need to just like <laughs> they need to announce the winners and then or announce the nominees in a in a list and then and then let them the winner come up and give a, a speech for like as long of a time as they basically need not like you know a filibuster obviously but like filibuster just get up there for like you know a few minutes let their producer speak let let the songwriter speak i don't know yeah that's the it's point. it's yeah. it's weird it's turned into basically just a little reality tv show nobody cares about what you have to say they just want to see right. everybody like oh In my the, gosh. the song of the year which in my goes to the producers, right? And this and the songwriters, the people behind the scenes, the people where I, I I think the award only exists to give light to those people, and then you're gonna cut them off when they start talking. I thought it was pretty disrespectful. Yeah, but that's the Grammys because nobody knows who those people are, so who cares? Right. But like you said, and we'll move on here in a sec. But like you said, the nominations. Like they drag them out. Does it? Doesn't everybody kind of know who's nominated? Isn't that why we're watching? We're watching to see if Beyonce is going to beat out Adele. Like, who's the guy watching the Grammys? That's like, oh, I wonder who's actually nominated. I don't. Yeah. Know. yeah. Right. Exactly. Just yeah. someone out of touch who just like, oh, what's your, I, I can't wait to see who wins album of the year. But first, I can't yeah. wait to see who's even nominated. So. Well, that's probably like our parents. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but even. But even then, like. <laughs> Who cares? Like, just stop, like, billing, like, list off the nominees, but don't give, like, they give them, like, like 30 seconds each of these little clips, and then they, right. like, oh, they, like, spend, like, a whole minute opening up the freaking envelope, and then, <laughs> you know, I, it's just, it's it's turned into just, it's ridiculous. It, it's, pre it's pretty crazy. Um, but, yeah. I, so, I don't know. So, other than the awards, I think people like to tune into the performances, so good segue here. 
Uh, what were maybe your like your favorite performances of the night? What was your absolute favorite one? I guess the tribe one. Yep. Yep. That was uh, they nailed it. Yep. Politics. I mean, I actually no, I'm not gonna say politics aside because there's no point <laughs> in saying that. But not, I mean, like this one. it was it was a great performance, yeah. like one way or another. The political message behind it, they it was extremely powerful. Right. They did a phenomenal job. It wasn't cheesy. It was hip hop as shit. <laughs> it was it was one of those and Tribe is one of those groups that unifies fans of like eighties hip hop, nineties hip hop, and like current hip hop. And that yeah. performance was like that too. They had Anderson Pack in there. Uh, Pack so was phenomenal. He was by awesome. The way. And then they had Buster Rhymes and Consequence to appeal to like the older fans of Tribe. Uh, mm. Overall, I think the, uh, the the show got or the performance got better as it went. Um, of course, yeah. like we the people being the climax of it. But yeah, uh, that was probably tied for my favorite performance. Uh, but yeah, that awesome uh, Buster Rhymes doing the uh, the President Agent Orange. And he was that was great. That that, that was, was that was pretty. That was the most pol- like. I'm surprised the Grammys weren't more political overall. But Busta really- that was in, that was insane. When I heard him saying that, I was like, "Holy yeah. moly!" And they knock down the wall. Yeah, they held their fists up and they and Q-Tip screams resist at the end. That yeah. was it was it was real. But that was it was mostly just like how fitting that was for like who tribe is and like what their whole message is like the whole hip-hop that whole area of Mm hip-hop has been kind of forgotten and they like yeah they 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 brought it completely back that that whole performance was old school hip-hop and shit Mm -hmm. like i root that's what that's what it's about it's about just you know and like I, I'm, the reason I'm, I was saying politics aside mostly is because, like, the whole point of, like, those – that hip-hop area was, like, this is what they're going through, and they're going to express it, like, as powerful and as abrasively as they possibly can. It doesn't matter what you think. Right. Which I have a massive amount of respect for, like, whether or not I agree with them or not, and I agree with them, but, like mm-hmm. – yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I I feel like you have to respect that, like, the way that they – just the, the approach that they take. But, you know, well, hip-hop it, gets a lot of flack for that too, so. And it's like people root for artists that are personal in their songs. You know, they, they like hearing about heartbreak and love mm-hmm, in their songs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for whatever reason, the political – well, for obvious reasons, the, the political take on a song – gets a lot of controversy because people who disagree with it are just going to write off the group or whatever. But that's that's their personal expression. Like yeah. It's it's yeah. their way of It's still viewing. it's still another artistic expression. It's there's yeah. no difference there. Because it's just, it affects people, you know, it, like tr- Trump whether you like him or not, it it affects a tribe called Quest and Anderson Pack and Buster Rhymes and you know pretty much everybody that's not a heterosexual white male so if they wanted to express that that's a personal message that they wish to convey so like i don't know i I mean some some personal messages are less taboo than others and i kind of wish that a political message would just kind of get the same treatment as a song about 
like heartbreak or love or whatever. It, it's, yeah, it's personal expression at the end of the day, and that's great. So. It's a lot more. It's a lot more courageous than being like. It's a lot more individual than being than talking about like than than singing about a breakup is. Everybody goes through that. Right. Like, exactly. Exactly. It's I mean, like that's an individual thing, but it's like everybody feels that. Like it's not like everybody. Not everybody feels like individualized racism or homophobia or you know the fear that they're going to be deported and stuff and i think and that's like that's the whole message that they're trying to get across to people and yeah and yeah i i completely agree it deserves just at least the same amount of respect if not more but it doesn't get half that and so but yeah they 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 did a phenomenal job yeah that that's a good point like heartbreak is something everyone experiences so everyone can kind of relate to that but only certain groups of people can relate to like oh i might be banned from entering the country because of my religion and so it's different that you know only a smaller market can only relate to their music but that that they're going to bring that political music anyway which is Awesome. Last thing about the tribe I wanted to say, uh, and they've done this before, but really cool to just kind of give a, 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 an empty mic to Five Dog and putting down yeah. a little tapestry. That that's awesome. Always is. Yeah, they, that was that was great. That that was that was really nice. And yeah, they like you said they've done that before, but yeah, this one was this scale of this of that one was was really 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 important performance for the grammys this year too with everything that we've been talking about like <laughs> yeah kind of an important thing for them to have on that stage right it, it would have been weird for them to just no one you know if everybody just avoided the topic it would have been a little weird like yeah. I, I expected yeah. somebody to do some sort of anti-trump thing it's a group of hollywood elites gathered in one arena so (laughs) (laughs) the whole thing all right yeah (laughs) yeah going down that yeah um (laughs) was tommy laren there too (laughs) right all those all those snowflakes gathered in one arena (laughs) i just i couldn't even say that with the straight um but as far as you know favorite performances that one was tied uh, with the performance that I thought musically was the best performance, and to me that was uh, Chance the Rapper uh, with, yeah. with the additional vocalists and the gospel choir. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I was, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that a lot too. Probably, yeah, probably about up there tied for me too. And it's just again, like, it, it, I think the biggest winner of the Grammys was Chance. Like, even, yep, like he won over. I think he made the biggest leap in fandom. Uh, as a result of the Grammys. When I saw Chance uh, in, like, fall of 2015, it would have been, like, halfway between Surf and Coloring Book, I got a ticket to see him for $40. And now his new tour, it's like I would have to pay $100 to go see him now. And it's just yep. amazing the the progress he's made in such a short period of time, really. And still staying unsigned, still doing... Yeah, and apparently I, turning down like ten million dollar contracts to stay independent, like that's yep, that's insane. But he's yeah, he's a true artist with in in the world of hip hop again. I I've got a lot of respect for Chance. He did a great, he did a phenomenal performance mm-hmm. at the Grammys. His passion, yeah, I wrote that is, down. <laughs> is yeah, I mean, he's definitely 
he's definitely taken a, a page out of Kanye West's book as far as really feeling your music. Mm -hmm. Because I really, I haven't seen somebody like with that much energy and that much passion around their songs since, you know, early Kanye. He does, he's just such a phenomenal performer. And it's, I, I, and he did such a great job with just like such a simple performance. I mean, he just had, he had just his, he had the gospel choir, he had Kirk Franklin, he had the horns oh, yeah, and all Kirk that. Yeah. But just such a simple, like it's just a basically just like a revival that he, that he pulled together to play his songs with. But he just, he sold it like a preacher, basically. Right. He did such a good job with that. And that's a song. So, and it wasn't yeah. gimmicky. It was just he loved it. You can just tell. I think he's a, a like the perfect hip hop artist to like cross over into like, you know, types of audiences that would normally not watch rap performances, but they do during the Grammys because they watch the Grammys. And I think he's perfect for the Grammys because it. I think he would attract a lot of people that otherwise would not have checked out Chance the Rapper. Um, yeah, because like you said, the passion is undeniable. Uh, the I mean, he sounded passionate. Uh, you know, he was rapping, singing with a lot of conviction. Uh, he even changed up. I mean, the the arrangement of the songs he did was a little changed up, which I always enjoy yeah. in a performance. Um, oh, and the other thing is, they had a really cool camera shot of one of the instrumentalists playing the sheet music. Like it, for a split second, they had like a shot of the sheet music for how great slash all we got, and I just liked seeing that. And I don't know if a lot of people noticed it, but I thought it was really cool. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, well, watch, watch it again, and for <laughs> you have to watch this, Patrick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> you, yeah, it's a really big deal. I promise. No, but I just thought that was really cool. I figured if no one else pointed it out, I would. I, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what other performances do you want to talk about? Um. Beyonce, we could talk about Beyonce. Oh, yeah, I think she, we need. I think we need to touch on Beyonce's performance. She performed, performance. right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did she? I think. I don't know. I don't know. I saw like this Virgin Mary looking thing, and I think that was Beyonce. I'm not sure, but Pierce Pierce Morgan didn't like it. So Are you serious? Yeah, he's, yeah. Leave it to Pierce Morgan. Just like, huh? just like uh, heavy on the narcissism, less on the musicianship. It was yeah. like. <laughs> Uh, Coming from thank Pierce, you, Pierce Morgan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, yeah, thank you, Pierce. Pierce is great at uh, pointing out other people who are narcissistic. I just think that's great. Uh, yeah, that he <laughs> that he has the the total self awareness. Um, Beyonce, I will say, I thought musically it wasn't like my favorite, but that's to be expected. She's pregnant with twins right now. It's got to take like a lot of energy to even do that. So I'm going to give her a pass if, like, her vocals didn't sound as great as I've heard them in the past. Yeah, right. So. Um, I mean, yeah. Like, it, and but just beyond that, the showmanship that it, she has exactly. is absolutely insane. It's just, she she just knows how to, like, set up a stage and how to how to just, just perform. She, she was knows, like it, a queen she, out there. It was insane. The what? She was like a queen out there. Like she had total she, command of everybody watching, and it was yeah. She literally was. Her her outfit was like um, I can't remember the name of the goddess, but it's an African goddess that was like that's representative of like fertility. Great. Mm, yeah. Awesome. That's 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 great. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where like you know the Piers Morgan thing. Oh, who does she think she is? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think that that's where it comes in because you know everybody's like bowing down to her at one point too. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, like <laughs> Piers Morgan. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. That. I don't know why we. I decided that I needed to bring Piers Morgan into our <laughs> Grammys pod. <laughs> Well, he used to be an America's Got Talent judge. So if, yeah, he, if he watched this performance, would he give it like an X? Because, well, yeah. you're just a little too narcissistic. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, uh, I loved, um, you know, that she used, she played a couple of the, like, deeper cuts off of mm-hmm. Lemonade. Like, she didn't go out there and just do Formation or Sorry or whatever. Yeah, the Sandcastles. And, and Love Drought. And I thought it yeah, was really love drought. cool. And those are those are two of my my favorite ones mm-hmm. off of there too. I mean, like those are yeah, exactly. Those were those were uh, sorry or not <laughs> sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wish you would have played sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, like Sandcastles. Um, yeah, those 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 two are are some of my favorites too off of Lemonade. I'm glad that she decided to do those instead of just you know adhering to the to the hits instead of playing formation again right um, exactly and it reminded me of kanye this whole you know it, not to bring him up again but this Piers morgan reaction of like oh narcissism and you think you're a goddess and all of that that's that's kanye that's the same yep. type of reaction people had when kanye called his album Jesus. yeah it's it's the who do you think you are thing and and then yeah it's the kanye west I just told you, a god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like whoa. So it, it, it think, reminded me I of think that. Is, totally. I think is phenomenal. Sure. By the way, I sure. have no problem with that at all because it's like, who cares? Right, and it's like, yeah, it means it's, yeah. It, she's an artist. Like, she's there to perform. You know her. Like, yeah. Well, and the thing is too, the like, no matter how much, like, even if that's just all based in some sort of narcissistic. I am this blah 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 like mentality who cares because sure. she's performing art and like that's the most least effect physically <laughs> effective thing it's effective as far as culture goes but like you know what I mean like it's not right. it doesn't do anything to you it just exactly it's yeah. it affects you emotionally and that's it right which like you know is important but ultimately it doesn't mean anything like that's the whole point of art anyway so and there's a lot of narcissism involved in art anyway, so who cares? I was just going to say, if you're calling out an artist for being narcissistic, then we got to have a conversation. Cause this yeah, <laughs> and I don't, I don't see a lot of, like, I don't know. I mean, there's <laughs> – she's Beyonce first and sure. foremost. Yeah, I mean everyone so, like, loves Beyonce. She's, so asking Beyonce who do you think you are is like, I'm well, Beyonce. I'm Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> So like yeah, I think I think Piers Morgan is just a snowflake. Um, I I thought her performance before we go those on, Hollywood elites <laughs> so detached from the real world exactly, those Hollywood elites. Uh, last thing I wanted to say about her performance, I liked the uh, the special effects they used and the uh, the interpretive dance portion of it at the beginning. I thought was pretty cool. Too. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect that at all, but she's so good at that. Dude. Yeah, it was the, insane. I would have the, loved the for her spoken to just word. Do that. Just it's like it's so striking. She's really, really good at just getting everybody's attention focused. She could have ended there, and I would have liked it. But you know, she went out and did the uh, 
you know, laying back on the chair, you know, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, she, she did it. She's, I, I, I have a lot of respect for, obviously for Beyonce. Say lemonade wasn't as good as I think that everybody right. wanted it to be or, or talked about it being, but like, my God, that she's so, she definitely deserves the. T- yeah. Her performances were uh, Tribe and, and Chance. Yeah. And Pentatonics. <laughs> dang it um dude i mean they, they all with their voices man like how <laughs> here's the cool thing about them there's there's like okay so there's one voice but then there's another voice that it's like on a different pitch than this voice it's cr- you got to hear it it's and they it's, do entire songs that way it's, uh, <laughs> Unbelievable! They got. But they stuff. sound like they're. But they sound like they're playing instruments sometimes. <laughs> I, all right, we have to move on, or I'm going to get mad. Um, yeah. So yeah, just a few more performances. I think we wanted to touch on uh, Adele, her tribute to George Michael. Um, yeah. It was notable because of the do-over. Uh, she said, "Sorry for swearing and sorry for starting again." I think she said like the F word or something. Yeah. And then yeah, she, she said did. like, can't mess this up for him. Like, can't mess this up for him or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that sounds different than her singing voice. I think she stopped singing. <laughs> yeah. That, that's how I caught it. I didn't even catch that she was done singing until I heard her natural accent. I'm like, wait a minute. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, so were you mad? Or like, because they gave her a you know a standing O, or maybe not a standing O, but they they clapped for her when she started again. But again, there were a lot of people that's like, oh, you can't mess up. Uh, so no, what was like, your take on that? Yeah, I I I really liked. I mean, I I I have a lot of respect for her for for having the guts to just stop it and restart. Right. So here's the thing. Yeah. Everybody in the performance world, and this is what I went through when I was doing voice lessons and everything in college too, mm-hmm. is the it's the you can't start over. You have to keep going. And I've never been a fan of that. Right. I've never, ever been a fan of that. Cause it's like, I mean, like I understand where it is. You have to just push through and you have to just focus on where you are now. But like, why not? Like, why can't you just be like, Oh no, 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 no. We're not doing that one. I want to do this whole thing the right way. Like I like I like I I don't understand why it's so bad to just be like because you screwed up like you screwed up you can recognize that and so that's just another way to fix it is to just go back and redo it like I do I don't mind that at all well and especially this was I think it just makes everybody else watching a little uncomfortable and that's why people are like you can't you can't start over you can't you just have to keep going because I think they're not used to it. Yeah, because it's it's it breaks the illusion, right? And yeah, I right. and I understand that, but it's like from an individual standpoint, like why wouldn't you just be like, no, uh, we're gonna start that one over. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right this time. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, and and especially with that, I, I and I and I respected that she was like, it wasn't because she screwed up. It exactly. was it was pretty much because you know she was like, I can't mess this up for him. It was a tribute, so she wanted to do it right. If it yeah. was just like a song from twenty five, she might have considered just going through the whole thing, and it might have sounded, you know, uh, not at full p- perfection or whatever. But this was a tribute, and she wanted to do it right, so she gets a do-over. 
that's cool. I think it's cool to give her a do-over regardless of what she's singing, but especially in the case where you're just doing a tribute. So, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I and and yeah, that was mostly what it was. It was it was the fact that she did it because it, it, out of respect for George Michael. Yeah, and yeah. You know, it wasn't it wasn't uh, oh, I screwed up. I have to be perfect. <laughs> right. That, you know, which I I still don't mind that. Like, I mean, that's just your choice as to, you know, how you're going to do it. Cuz you screwed up already. So it's like you you know, you either keep going or you just start it all over. Like I've, it happened so like every you know, rap concert i've ever been to they'll do like the first 10 seconds of a song and then restart because the crowd's not like hyped up enough or whatever so if they can do that then i don't know i think adele should be allowed to do it over basically yeah it's so, not, yeah it, it's um, okay to mess up admit you're messing up and then what do you think it. of the performance overall though besides like the start over because you know i think you know what do you think of the the actual performance i think she sounded good obviously it's adele but i think it went a little too long it was like yeah sit, I, even, I with the, even without <laughs> the redo i think it would have gone a little too long well the way that they the the song they chose fast love right right and like I mean, it's, it's yeah. It was a little weird. Like that. That's that song's about like, you know, sex mm-hmm. and like and like you know like, it's about like rock and roll kind of. And it's like it was just a weird like song choice kind of for it. Um, I mean, I don't know. I they they did a pretty good job with how they did it, but it was just like it was kind of weird to like like. I don't know the 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 way that they did it was really slow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and kind of like kind of like uh, like processional and funeral esque. Right. If if um and it was just a weird like you know <laughs> I don't know if if they, I didn't, it, they did a good job with it but it was a good tribute to to like who George Michael was but it was a little weird. If, you know? if I didn't know it was a tribute to George Michael going in, it would have taken me a couple seconds to be like, oh, wow, this is Fast Love by George Michael. And this mm-hmm. is the version. It was just a little it, it was a little hard to swallow at first. Um, but yeah, either way, I think it went just a little too long. But, you know, she sounded great, you know, post, you know, do over. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Shouts to yeah, she did. A, she did a good job. And, and I and I didn't mind the, the do over. Yeah. So. So, yeah, that's the Adele performance. Um, another kind of faulty situation occurred in the Lady Gaga performance. Uh, mm-hmm. Me- Metallica was also featured in this performance, although the Grammys wouldn't have told you that. Um, James had, <laughs> I mean, seriously, at that's least, a, yeah, it's, it's that's, Metallica. That's for real. It's, who's like the most famous metal band? If I asked you to just name a metal band, you would probably just say Metallica off the top of your head. And they can't yeah. even get like a featuring Metallica or anything like that. It was just, oh, here's Lady Gaga. Which awesome, Lady Gaga's great. She sounded great doing the song. I think she could do anything she wanted. Um, but the story here is that James Hetfield's mic wasn't working, uh, which was a little bit cringy because there were parts where he was the only one singing, and they had the camera focused on him, and you couldn't hear anything. Uh, so they ended up sharing a mic, and after the performance, he kicked down a mic and threw his guitar off the stage. So yep, yeah, thoughts. Metal man, dude. Grammys always screw over real rock music. <laughs> real rock, ninety nine point three. It's just this. It's this conspiracy against you know the, the, the Hollywood elites. 
hate rock music. <laughs> and it's for real though. On that note, they do. They do. They, do they, they honestly metal do. and hard rock. They do that whole genre pretty dirty. Every 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 year that they try to do something like that, like the year that they did. The Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, uh, Trent at the Reznor. very end, while they were playing the credits, and they cut cut them off. Was it Trent Reznor that got really mad, or Dave Grohl? It is Trent Reznor and Dave Grohl? Oh, yeah, makes sense. Probably both of them. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was like as the credits were going, and they but, got cut off. Yeah, they cut them off, and it was like, yeah, and they they always do the the rock shows pretty pretty badly. With, I mean. I guess I can understand that's 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 again one of those areas of music that's like it's anti-corporate and it's anti-establishment and right. the Grammys are corporate or a corporate establishment right you know and so it's like I don't know but um, the performance I, re- I really wish it would have just been Metallica mostly you know I Lady Gaga was fine she did a great job mm-hmm. but like <clears throat> That sucks for metal fan Metallica fans to sure. see. Yeah, no, I you know agree. what I, I mean. Agree with that. I liked Lady that just, Gaga, but that's, that's the last thing I think Metallica fans wanted to see is like their favorite band playing, and then it's like, oh, here comes Lady Gaga. Which, and the whole, yeah. yeah, exactly. And the whole like Gaga thing, like she can do anything. You see what she just did at the Super Bowl, and now she's doing this with Metallica. It's like she's like parroting herself basically though <laughs> yeah I, I you know think, what i mean like I, she's I like it. she's not i mean she can do anything i guess but like she does it like in such a i don't know it's not it's not fun anymore for me to like see that like it's not like because i it, yeah. It's not her stuff. She's just like she was just performing with Metallica. She seemed more like a fangirl that was really good at singing, you know, metal. That was than yeah, any than good. anything else. You know, like that's what song, it, that's right? what it felt like to me. It's like I don't know. I, I like her. She didn't yeah. bring her own spin to it. She just like was like, oh, we're at a we're at a metal show. I'm gonna wear fishnets and. A ripped up shirt and it's and dark makeup and tussle my hair and like it will I don't it, know. Yeah, and it's it's like that's I, I like Lady Gaga more as a performer than like just her studio music. But that's kind of why I was mad that they didn't even acknowledge Metallica. They were just like, Oh here listen. Yeah. It wasn't that she was covering a Metallica song, is that she was playing a Metallica song with the band. So to not even mention Metallica it, it, that that was my biggest gripe. Yeah, that, that was disrespectful. Yeah. I like Lady Gaga's performing though. I think she's cool. I'm cool with her. Um, she's good. She's definitely a good performer. But like, I don't know. Like, she's not again. Or she's she's just not as good as as what I think that everybody wants her or thinks that she is. Right. Like, people think that she's like the most versatile artist since David Bowie. Right. Right. See, and yeah, like, I think that's a little too far too. But yeah, she, yeah, she's she she spans kind of across genres, but she's ultimately pop in all of those areas. Like, mm-hmm. it's still very pop stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. And so, anyway, I don't know. And she was she did a good job. You know, yeah. the crowd surfing was corny. 
Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. That was that was corny. That was kind of ridiculous. But Metallica did a great job one way or another. They were great. I thought the the, the kicking down of the mic and the throwing of the guitar, I thought was, that was great. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it was like yeah. they didn't even was, try to pretend that they weren't mad. Like you could see no, James Hetfield looking off to the side and being like, "What the heck is this?" So, yeah, I that thought was, that was That cool. was great. Let's call out the Grammys sound team on the spot. So, that's that's cool. Yeah, they asked Lars Ulrich about it afterwards, and he was just like, oh, you just got to play through it. And I was like, that's that's great. <laughs> yeah, just got to play through it. Hopefully, you know, they'll buy our music afterward. If they stream it, I'm mad at them. But yeah, that, yep, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who do these people think they are? <laughs> Why are you streaming the Grammys? Buy the television and watch the Grammys. <laughs> um, last performance I kind of wanted to talk about was, I think... Might have been the first one, one of the first ones. Um, it's been a whole week. How, how am I supposed to remember this stuff? Uh, the weekend featuring Daft Punk, and the biggest, my two biggest takeaways were that weekend sounds like MJ. You know, it's it's pretty obvious that he's a big fan of Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. He sounded good. I mean, he didn't sound like MJ good, but he sounded good, and he sounded reminiscent. I think of MJ. But the bigger takeaway is that. Daft Punk looked like just a couple of props, and that was yep. that was disappointing to me. It really sucks. Like that's that that's like what yeah exactly that's that's almost what they've become now is like yep it, it's just any other producer just like oh here they are and just it, it's yeah like they yeah. and they just become oh those are those that's Daft Punk yeah right it, that's they're not doing anything they've just become like oh. That's Daft Punk. See those two guys in robot out, outfits? That's, <laughs> right. that's Daft Punk. That's like, and, and that's pretty much it. They just, you know, set up a, a, a retro y, cool, light, spacey stage and stand there and be Daft Punk yep. for a little bit. Stand there and look pretty. It's like they were Metro booming at a future concert. Just like, hey. Honestly, yeah. it could have just not even been Daft Punk. Who, you know, like. <laughs> it, maybe it wasn't. They have the masks, you know, and yeah, the helmets. Yeah, they just—I don't know. It. I I agree with that completely. They yeah. just kind of looked like they looked like props up there with, and just to make the weekend look a little bit more credible or whatever, you know. And it was like there's a crowd of people that they were waiting so long to see like a televised Daft Punk performance again. Like Daft Punk hardcore fans are some of the like the biggest stands out there. Oh yeah. Like when the, when it broke that they were doing a performance at the Grammys, and then they had that Snapchat filter, um, you know, everyone was like, "Oh my God, Daft Punk's coming back!" And then it was just like they basically weren't even there. Like they were pretty non-essential, other than just like, "Hey, look at these guys! How cool are their helmets?" You know. Well, they didn't do anything really. Yeah, like there was yeah. no like the transition. There there was just like a there was nothing really going on with that whole performance. It was basically just. Starboy and feel it coming, and that's, that was it. That's it. And there was like they yeah. didn't change anything. They didn't do any sort of crazy Daft Punk stuff. It was just they just stood there and just kind of bopped along with it, pretty much. They were just bopping along. That's that's it. Yeah, be bopping, be boop boop bop, boop doop. Um. So yeah, that's kind of the so, last. So yeah. so this is the thing with that Metallica fans. Yes. Daft Punk fans, yeah, both of those people from the same like kind of gen- generation, yeah. same kind of mindset when it comes to like you know that that sort of music and everything, right? Uh, 
revolutionary kind of anti-establishment anti you know corporate that kind of stuff they see daft punk metallica both performing and then next to it with lady gaga with the weekend yeah like what does that have to feel like right they can't even get their own slot you know, I would much rather, and again, the weekend sounded good. I would much rather just see Daft Punk do a, uh, like a song by themselves, and I would have loved uh, that infinitely. More. Yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would have been, it would have been so, and that's what people I think were expecting. Like, it, yeah, I, I, I was hoping at least that something would happen instead of just Starboy. It, you know, it could have been those two people could have been like Beyonce's twins just with the helmets on, and we would, <laughs> we wouldn't. Oh have known the, yes, Queen. Um, that's kind of the last performance I wanted to talk about. Two kids standing on top of each other's shoulders. <laughs> the, the, the Vincent adult man. Yeah. Can you imagine that body in a swimsuit? I literally cannot. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Oh, that, that's great. Um, any other performances you wanted to touch on? Um, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> that's our Grammy spot. Um, that's that is under the scopes. Um, the Katy Perry's was underwhelming. Oh, I forgot about that too. And she did a little bit of politics, but not yeah, the we the, the Constitution behind her. Yeah, which is like, <laughs> but like no okay. one was even talking about that after the tribe thing. So yeah, exactly. Like it was, it was such a it was a, the great value tribe performance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. Um, so yeah. Uh, Two Grammy experts did two Grammy-related podcasts for you guys. Uh, we predicted almost all of the, you know, awards going in, uh, and we're really cool for knowing all of that. And mm-hmm. we we are cool. We are. Oh, if anything, we're really cool people, right, buddy? Yeah. 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 Well, come on, man. I don't care one way or another if I'm cool. So that's you know. Oh, I, I need that validation. That's um, what makes me cool. <laughs> um so yeah right so yeah we, oh, you know me i'm just a guy i don't really care so, <laughs> so we we say all the time we don't care about the grammys we don't care to the degree where we decided to do two podcasts yeah um, that's, that's <laughs> so we want to thank you guys for listening uh we hope you dislike the grammys as much as we did or if you liked them that's cool too uh but we'll get back to doing music reviews uh here in a bit our next one's going to be a blog review but we're going to keep the album a surprise. So Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. For those of you guys who like to read, uh, this one's for you. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening. Um, let's go Grammys. Um, shout, <laughs> let's shout, go Grammys. <laughs> shout, shout out to Piers Morgan, and um, <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs>